peanut butter on toast, marmite on toast. I mustn't talk about food, actually. I was just saying to Anthony, he, he said I wanted a Big Mac earlier on. He said, no, to go and get one for him. <laughs> he was starving. I'm starving now, actually, because I'm on this fasting thing. Until I do the, uh, the blood later on this morning. Well, I say later on this morning. I'm, I'm going to run back to the station. <sighs> get it over and done with as quick as possible, and I can start eating. Because I haven't done my tablets either. So if I sound a bit slurry during the programme... It's not because I've had a drink or anything like that. It's just because I'm sort of, so my body's a bit bit quieter than usual today. So I'm just drinking water. Whoopee! How exciting is that? So later on, strap your arm up, take that three syringefuls of blood, and, uh, and, and then I can go and have some breakfast and have my tablets. Because at the moment, I came in and I opened up the cupboard and I've got a, I've got a tropical fruitcake in there. And it's got, because that's five, that's your five, five a day. And, uh, and it's got ginger as well. I've got a ginger cake with, with lemon. It looks delicious. In case you just have a little piece, because once I've, once I've had it, I get guilt and I have to throw it away. And, uh, and then Michael Trabalsi said, oh, it's, it's the tuck shop open. So he, he's eating Mars bars. So I'm sitting there, can't even have a cup of tea. Really depressing. Anyway, nice to be company. Welcome along. It's Friday. Woohoo. Start of the World Cup. Woohoo. Trying to sound exciting. Yeah, woo, lovely, lovely, lovely. And uh, we'll probably talk about it tomorrow on the programme because I'm in for Christo tomorrow evening between 6 and 10. Now, before John Warrington gets here, I want to try and get through as many stories in the papers as I can because I sat upstairs and I marked loads of stories because normally I kind of sort of ramble off on, on one at 5 o'clock in the morning. But this morning, because apparently the weather's going to be awful and I'm thinking, oh, I'll get the blood over and done with. I planted up my stuff the other day, watered the hanging baskets in the rain. Duh. Because you have to, because if, even if it rains, you leave your hanging basket out, it doesn't water them properly. And so, um, so I, I whisked the papers upstairs, and I thought, right, I'm going to get through as many, as many stories as I possibly can before John gets in, and we'll save a few for when he gets here as well. Uh, there's also there's Emma Watson in the paper, otherwise known as the world's worst actress. I'm terribly sorry, I've watched her a million times in Harry Potter. She can't act. I don't care what anybody says. But they've got her with another boyfriend. She obviously likes sort of pretty boys. Uh, she spent uh, three months with uh, somebody called Tom Ducker, two years with Jay Barrymore, uh, time together with Raphael Sebrian, uncertain, Johnny Burrell, time together one night, and now she's with somebody called George Craig, who's a model. Of course, I, mean, I suppose the appeal is that they get famous through hanging around with her, because she, well, she's not that young, you know. I mean, she's, she's 20. It's not young anymore, I'm sorry. At tw- oh my God, they're having kids at 12. She's positively ancient at 20. She's worth 20 minutes. She's really old, really old now. In fact, I'm going to start sending her brochures for cemeteries and places of rest and things like that. I can't wait to see the next Harry Potter, because the one thing you notice, if you watch the Harry Potters, is how they all age. In the same way, if you watch Only Fools and Horses, you watch him age all the way through them. It's, it's, it's quite entertaining to watch. I love the story that... Uh, Anthony did earlier on about this restaurant turning away the mystery VIPs who turn out to be Prince Edward and Sophie. I'd turn them away too, I'm afraid. No, I'm sorry. Who are they? Let me just tell you, they're very important. Well, who are they? You know, you're on an island with a 100 people, and so they ended up going to the pub for sausage rolls. Given the choice of having crab bisque and lobster with garlic bread or sausage rolls, sausage rolls and volivants win hands down for me. Absolutely. And also, uh, herb butter. Pfft, naff. Naff, as far as I'm concerned. Herb butter. It's exactly, it's just a bit of butter 
You know, with some herbs in it. Herb butter. Like it's something really important. It's like garlic bread. Oh, God, it's the cheapest thing you can buy. You go and buy garlic bread, and it, what it is, it's a French stick. A French stick from a boulangerie. And they cut it, and they put bits of herb garlicky butter in there. Pfft, make it yourself. I mean, you stick it in the oven for like five minutes, and it comes out crispy. The one I like, I do make my own garlic bread. I'm, I do make it from scratch. I'm pretty good at making garlic bread from scratch. Uh, first of all, go to Marks and Spencer's. You can do it in a wok, actually. You do anything in a wok. I do it in my halogen oven. And it cooks, I promise you, it does the best garlic bread. But I like the garlic bread, I think they should do in Pizza Hut, which comes with grated cheese on the top. Because garlic bread and cheese is like fabo. And I might have to have some of that today. It's like, it's like fa- yeah, but luckily, because I'm not drinking, day 10, or day 11 now, in the Steve Allen house, and still not drinking, which is fantastic. I don't feel any different at all, but I'm a lot lighter. Because apparently... Uh, booze makes you makes you fat. Well, luckily, I've lost a load of weight. So, not only attract... My hair will be growing shortly. And then, you know, and then I can have it styled. Because Richard Hakey, after he went to see Bon Jovi, remember he said, he said, I'm going to grow my hair long. And I looked at him the other day and I thought, oh, I don't know whether that's such a good idea, really. Uh, strangely enough, they've uh, revealed in the paper today one of the most telling things, the lavish labour spending spree. This is how they wasted your millions on grandiose schemes. For example, 50 million on promoting music, ballet and dance in schools. 178 million pounds they wasted on MPs pay and perks. 68 million went on Kew Gardens. 68 million. 492,000 went on the inquest into the death of Diana Princess of Wales. The census, the 2011, 87 million. Historic buildings, 37 million. Uh, 14 billion on the pensions of senior Whitehall civil servants. Uh, 80 million to refurbish the offices of the public spending watchdog. And 38.5 million for financing gypsy sites across the United Kingdom. Well, I have to tell you that the uh, the coalition government, the new coalition government, have axed these. Because what they did before was that they were funding sites for travellers. Now, to be quite honest, and without being rude to travellers, why the hell they need to be funded? I've got no idea. Most of them seem to be driving better cars than you and I. They seem to better put up houses, thus defeating the object of being a traveller. And according to one of the papers this morning, which is the Express, uh, there is now a DVD guide for travellers to tell them how to claim benefits. I want to be a traveller, I've decided. I think me me and Amanda are going to go and live in a caravan. She can do pegs and Lucky Heather, and I can tarmac and build walls and something like that. Because it kind of seems to me that there's two different rules here. I thought we had... In, in the, the reason that the Labour government decided to invest £38 million in sites is because gypsies needed caravan sites as they suffer an aversion to bricks and mortar. What a load of old spherical objects. Have you seen what they're doing? They put up all these sites. There was one the other day, there was a site, and they said it's a barn, and the council went, it's a house. And they went, no, it's a barn. They went, it's a house with floors and a window. You can't be that stupid, surely. So anyway, the government decided to axe that, which is which is pretty good news. See what this uh, this lot do. You can also buy 
a 3D camera, which I've seen before. And Anthony said it's not really the cost of it, it's whether or not you want that kind of thing. And to be honest, I mean, I'm, I'm not that interested in a 3D camera. I'm more interested, and I'm more annoyed this morning, if one was going to get annoyed about anything, about an 82-year-old grandmother who, uh, who lived in Derbyshire and who was mugged by three men for £2.20. She's dead. I thought I'd just tell you that she died as a result of this vicious mugging in a little village. She was quite sprightly. 82, she had £2.20, and they mugged her for £2.20. They, uh, they are talking, and they have charged, actually, three men, two aged 21 and one aged 18. The son of this, of this woman says, I'm sorry, he says, you have to bring back capital punishment. How can you kill somebody for £2.20? You know, I mean, I just find it unbelievable in this day and age that there is no respect for anybody at all, for the elderly, for police officers, for nobody. Nobody's got any respect for anybody at all. And so this woman gets mugged. She didn't have anything at all. Her son runs a, a repair garage. He said, he said when, we, when we found her, her bag was next to her and all they'd taken was the £2.20. Makes you want to hang the bastards, doesn't it, really? And that's me being caring this morning. Because, incidentally, we can use words like that now. I'm delighted to report that Ofcom... Uh, have had a ruling, and there's lots and lots of words that you can now use uh, on daytime television. And the reason you can use them is they say that they are in, in current use. Mm. What? what? Nothing, no, nothing. I was just looking at the... How attractive you look today. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not well. I'm not on tablets. Listen, if I was on tablets, I wouldn't be whistling at you, would I? Anyway, apparently, loony, nutter, puff... Mental and queer can now all be used on television, according to Ofcom. The TV regulator said that viewers were now more relaxed about the words bitch and two others that I cannot repeat on this programme, the W word and the S word. Uh, but they said that some are even happy to hear these words earlier in the daytime. Who is happy to hear these words earlier in the daytime? So the, the F word is still banned until after the watershed which is at nine o'clock. The rest of them you can use. They, they did a study around the country and they asked people, do you mind hearing the words loony? No. Nutter? No. Leather? Sorry. Leather? No. Mental and queer. And all before nine o'clock. It's the dumbing down, ladies and gentlemen, of the English language. It's now got so appalling, grandmothers get mugged for £2.20. It's that bad. Quarter past five. These are the headlines. The Prime Minister spent the night with British troops in Afghanistan as his first visit since taking over at number 10 continues. Four British students are still seriously ill in hospital following a bus crash in South Africa, which has killed three others. And the UK and American governments say bilateral ties won't be damaged by the continuing oil spill from a BP platform in the Gulf of Mexico. Have a check on the uh, roads for you this morning. It's Friday. It's J. Louise. Thank you very much, Steve. A fairly steady start. All of you main... 27.3. Morning, everybody. Morning, Yvonne, who's in Sarasota. She says, yes, the BP sludge is heading this way. Love the show. I download the podcast every day. And she said, if you open up the phone lines on Saturday, I might phone in. <laughs> Dreadful weather, says Noreen. Here comes summer. Got booked OK for Marty Wilde, Eden Kane, Jet Harrison, Roxanne Wilde, who's Marty's daughter. Have you got your guests for Saturday? I have. It's all been sorted. There's a whole team of people who work on it. And they sent me all the things the other day. I can tell you that... Uh, what did they send me yesterday? OK. Uh, right, we're going to be talking about the World Cup. 
Not, it says here for 30 minutes, let me tell you, not. Uh, about two. And um, Britain's... And also, uh, we're going to be looking at uh, different things, like Britain's Got Talent versus Glee, Faulty Towers versus The Simpsons, that kind of stuff. And uh, alternatives for the World Cup on television. We talked to Toby Earl, TV critic for TV Easy. Uh, then we're going to be talking about that bust-up with James Corden and Patrick Stewart. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about Dizzy Rascal, uh, and also Jerry Halliwell being a guest factor on, uh, a guest judge on The X Factor. Uh, who's ended their friendship? We'll talk to Sarah Birmingham. Apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow and Madonna have ended their friendship. Isn't that funny? You just I think we've ended our friendship. Okay, great. And then they're looking at unlikely celebrity friendships. Jonathan Ross and Eminem, and people who've lasted, George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Big Brother launch. What a bunch of saddos. I'm afraid I, there's not a lot I can say about Big Brother. It's a bunch of silly show-offs. We'll talk to the News of the World uh, Features Editor, Matt Nixon. Roger Foss will talk about uh, theatre. And uh, feuding celebrities who you'd like to reunite with a, with a duet, like sort of Robbie and, uh, and Gary. That was my tummy, I'm afraid. It's hopeless, isn't it? I mean, this time of the morning, you're going to be hearing a lot of that this morning. And then, guess what yesterday? Turn on the television... And dreary old Peter Andre, a man who quite clearly believes his own publicity, was droning on to anybody who would listen on this morning about his new book. It's called Peter Andre, My World. It's a picture autobiography. What a bunch of pff, rubbish. And he says here, it's a picture book, yeah. It's, I know. No, he's already done an autobiography. He did one a few years ago. He said, but I didn't want to do another one because I knew exactly what they'd want me to talk about. Yes, and, and, sorry, let's, Peter, let me just get this right, sweet pea. Your career was in the doldrums, okay? You hadn't had a hit, you were working in your brother's gym in Larnaca, there was no work on the horizon, and when you said to people you were a pop singer, they laughed in your face, okay? Then you go on Celebrity Big Brother, which a lot of people questioned whether you were a celebrity. Luckily, you met some desperate old baggage who was desperate to find anybody, seeing as she'd finished with Dane Bowers and nobody wanted to go out with her because she's quite revolting, as you've now discovered, because your wedding didn't last. And that wedding relaunched you into the public eye. Before that, you were nothing. Nothing. So stop trying to pretend that you're... He says here, I, I would like to go out with somebody, but I'd rather not date a fellow celebrity. Peter Andre, quite clearly in his delusional mind, thinks he's a celebrity. No, you're famous because you married that peculiar woman who looks a little bit like a bloke with implants and the marriage finished and you don't want to talk about it. Well, shut up about it then. Stop keep going on about your marriage and how being married to Katie Price was one big money moon. Everything they did was money, he said. Everything. They, he said, we went on our honeymoon to the Maldives. Uh, we called it the money moon because we'd agreed to film the first four days. So, Pete, when people ask you on television... You know, about, you know, how do you feel about Alex Reed and he'll be looking after your children and you go into your girly meltdown and you do this kind of thing. They're my children, I die for them. Grow up, for God's sake. You're 37, you're not five years old. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic. I know your agent works hard. God bless her. I tell you, Claire must, be, she must have the patience of a saint to deal with people whose egos are bigger than their shoe sizes. And you're that person, I'm afraid. Now, shut up about your silly marriage. If you're going to be a singer, dear, then get on and produce an album. Although, frankly, who'd buy it? I've got no idea. Not many turned up to the last book signing. All a bit dreary. 84850, uk. Over in the Big Brother house, they decided yesterday that they would give them dinner or lunch or a meal suspended on a crane. So they had a big table. You can do it yourself. 
You rent this big table and it's hoisted up on a crane and you're strapped into a seat sitting around the outside. Well, apparently they all did it except medical student Sunshine Martin because she hates heights. But that's the whole fun of it, darling. You're going up in it. You hate heights. You're on Big Brother. What are you on here for? A lesser relationship? Because that appears to be the latest thing, doesn't it? That Four of them now, a lesser relationship, as opposed to a lesser relationship. And they all do it now. They're all talking about it. They're so boring, these people. They couldn't make it in the real world. And obviously, the one who's the squatter, who wears the hat all the time, I want somebody to knock it off her silly little head and go, I'm sorry, we're indoors, love. You don't wear hats indoors, OK? Take it off. Or is it the only thing that's going to make people go, oh, you're that one on the television with the hat on? Jerry Halliwell was booed the other day uh, because she was mean to auditionees. She apparently, uh, in 2002, when she was on Pop Stars The Rivals, she told teenage singer Carol Lynch she was too fat to be a member of Girls Aloud. Afterwards, Carol refused to crash diet and sob. Jerry doesn't have a right to comment on my size. Of course she does, darling. You're on a programme called Pop Stars The Rivals. You want to be a pop star. Nobody wants a fat lardy girl up there, do they? You're not going to make it. You know, be told. I've noticed that. Have you noticed that? I told you it would happen. I made a prediction. Somebody's complained that when they went on the uh, Britain's Got Talent, or was it the X Factor, that uh, they were made a fool of. And so they've uh, decided to take it further. I told you it wouldn't be long before some barmy crawled out the woodwork and went, you laughing at me. I can sing a whole new world. What do you mean I can't sing? I can sing. No, you can't sing. A whole new world. You can't sing. I can so. And then they, then they go to court. There'll be some barmy judge going, why have you wasted our time? All these people who take this stuff to court, I think if you lose, you should have to pay for everybody to go out for a really nice weekend somewhere, to a health spa or to... Everybody should get a free Yasser Arafat scarf. Everybody should have one of these. Everybody should have one of these, I think. I know. Amy Winehouse wants to make it in the movies. Yep, Amy... <laughs> Amy Winehouse. She's decided that she fancies her chances as a film star. I tell you what, why don't you start being a member of the human race first and then we'll think about the other thing. Because, frankly, I mean... I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it's very sweet, but delusional. Very sweet, but delusional. Um, another fox has been caught. Third fox they've caught. You know, after these two children were uh, were attacked, Isabel and uh, Lola, they've now caught three foxes. So three foxes have now lost their lives because they don't know which one it is. So effectively, every fox that appears in this road or around this area is going to be shot or captured and killed. So it's... I mean, I, I do see this as a bit of a problem. I see it as a bit of a problem for foxes who've got no idea what's going on. They've been around for ages and ages. We sort of move into their territory, and all of a sudden, they're the ones being hunted and killed. I've never understood why farmers want to allow people to gallop over their land wearing little red outfits, going bang, bang. Oh, no, we're not doing bang, bang, are we? We're just going to let hounds rip it to pieces, and then you're going to smear somebody in blood, and this apparently makes it better. Doesn't really solve the problem at all. We've got more foxes now than ever before. We're... we're, we're sort of moving into their territory, but now three foxes, which might have just been out there, you know, having a wander about, not doing anything, you know, because most of them are scared, now lose their lives. Bit tragic, really. Mind you, I know people who hate foxes. They absolutely hate them. Whereas I, I don't see any... I don't have a problem with them. If people are stupid enough to leave their rubbish out, they're going to rip it apart. They're eating. They're scavengers. That's what they, that's what they want to do. Loads of uh, food for, for the World Cup. I'm so glad I'm going to eat. And uh, they've got a meal deal here. Tesco's have got one. A 12-inch pizza called a Sloppy Giuseppe. 
Never even heard of that one. It sounds horrid, doesn't it? Or a 12-inch margarita plus two bottles of Budweiser for £6. <laughs> but it's the big bottles of Budweiser. That's nice. Or failing that, you can have any three, Diet Coke, Coke or Coke Zero, for £3. And then cases of booze, any three for 20 quid. I wouldn't waste your time and money. It's ridiculous. Oh, I like this one here. A Morrison's 30-snack platter. Vegetable samosas and mini onion barges. Could eat that now. Mini onion and pepper pakoras. Oh, food everywhere. Look at this one. This one's even better. Hot chicken box includes drumsticks and thighs. <laughs> I'm making myself ill. <laughs> All this talk of food. Oh, and John Warrington says, Do not forget my big fat gypsy wedding. The wedding dresses. The enormous, enormous wedding dresses. Absolutely huge wedding dresses, which cost thousands. So why would it, you know, £25,000, for a wedding dress? It's a lot of money, isn't it? The local bakery makes cheese and onion bread, says Steve. Toasted with Lurpak gar... Toasted, toasted with Lurpak garlic butter on is to kill for. Oh, stop it. Could do that. The best kid won last night on The Apprentice, Steve. I'm glad the cocky girl that looked like she got her lips from a Christmas cracker never won. Too immature and would have screwed her life up. I saw her as well. This is one with the very red lips. I thought a little bit tarty looking. But as you knew, Arun was going to do it all the way through. He got 25,000 quid. The brightest kid on the block. Most intelligent. And as Alan Sugar said, best person won. Thank you, Michael. Um, Alex says, some guy called Peter Andre signing his book today in Tesco's in Slough. <laughs> Steve, excuse my ignorance, how many World Cups are there? Hundreds, hundreds. I don't know, it starts tonight, goes on for months and months. We'll be home three days' time. goes on for a month, it just goes forever and ever. Uh, Paul in Weybridge says, It's great to listen to you as I drive to work. I think it's great. It's about time people put these NAF celebrities in their place. I don't think they're NAF celebrities. I just think we need to get a reality check. They don't have different coloured blood from us. If you say something to them, they, they cry. And that makes me laugh. Because I always think, you know, we thought you were a prat before. We know you're a prat now. Why don't you use that word on daytime television? Probably can. Probably can. Uh, the Mojo Awards. We've got the, uh, the winners of that. And uh, dreadful here. It's uh, Radio 2 was blasted for being too camp. Too camp, apparently. The weekend schedule is full of gay... People like Paul O'Grady, Dale Winton, and Alan Carr. And somebody has said, I don't know who, oh, it's somebody from the radio centre. They said they should return to more worthy public service broadcasting. I mean, to be honest with you, puffs on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, really, where will it all end? It'll be compulsory by Christmas. You mark my words. Still to come, the sun and the woman who's going to have Bin Laden's grandchild. And Fabio Capello has rallied the troops and shown them a rousing good luck video from our boys in Afghanistan. Will it help? We'll find out a little bit later. News coming up, LBC. London's biggest conversation. Wee! <laughs> Friday morning, LBC 97.3. Nice to be company. <laughs> I just felt like doing that this morning. I'm terrible. Because it's Friday and we've managed to make it through the week. And the weather's been a bit iffy. It's not really summer at all. I see that uh, Andrew Castle is leaving GMTV. It says it. It's quite strange, actually. Because do you remember when, when it was announced, and it seems ages ago now, that uh, boring Adrian Charles was going to be moving in and livening up your mornings, um, was going to be taking over at GMTV. That effectively left all of them redundant. Because I always knew that they were going to revamp the show. 
I always knew, because it's got such a pitifully, awfully small audience, they're going to close it down, they're going to do a complete new set, they're going to rename it, it's not going to be called GMTV, and it's going to be a strip show across the daytime for ITV. So I always knew that the moment they brought in Boring Childs, you know, I think they're, they're going to discover very shortly he's not going to increase their audience. And if it is, it's going to be by a pitifully small amount. The moment he was announced, Ben Shepherd, Andrew Castle would be out the door because they're looking for a brand new programme. So, of course, we then had Ben Shepherd's agent backtracking as fast as possible, saying, well, he quit in January. Now, I would have thought that if somebody had quit in January, they would have told us they'd quit in January because they're always quite keen for the publicity and it would let somebody know that they were available, they were on the market. So Andrew Castle says, uh, I felt it was time for a new chapter in my life, indicating that he quit, as opposed to, well, there isn't a job for you. Although, to be honest, there has to be. Because Adrian Childs will do five days a week, I'm assuming, and then eventually he's going to want to take holiday. Who are they going to get in? Are they going to bring in Paul O'Grady or somebody like that? No, you would, you would go back to somebody who'd done it before. I would have thought that would make perfect sense to me. But uh, he's going to follow... Uh, ben Shepherd and Penny Smith out the door. She's finished already. Ben Shepherd might or might not have finished. We couldn't work out this morning. Mohammed, my driver, and I didn't know whether or not Ben Shepherd had finished. I think he might have done. But uh, he's, he's got loads of stuff in the pipeline. Right. Can't imagine what. And, uh, and, of course, I mean, Andrew Castle doesn't need to worry because he turned up on the BBC the other day doing the tennis. So, at uh, the uh, French Open, which is uh, all very good. Loads of pictures of, uh, of our boys in Helmand province. England, that's the big fan club. Why is it, if you're in the army, you have to be a, a football fan? You have to wonder about that, don't you? And I'm secretly hoping that sort of some of them aren't. But apparently South African Bar took delivery of 1.2 million pints of beer yesterday. Just be careful, boys, out there. It's a very dangerous place, South Africa. Very dangerous place. And Thomas says, I don't like to rub it in, but I'm just enjoying a piece of blueberry pie and ice cream. You are so cruel. Actually, you're lucky. I couldn't eat ice cream at this time of the morning. But hot blueberry pie I could go for. I could do the ice cream. Oh, could you? Oh, I love ice cream. Do, do you do a flavour ice cream? Yes, I like green and black uh, organic chocolate ice cream. Oh, right. Do feel free to send me as much as possible. Yes, please, yes, please, just send it in. In a freezer bag. <laughs> oh, how lovely. Love it. Oh, lovely. And do you know what, the, what I do with that? What? <clears throat> eat it. No, out of the freezer. Yeah. Into the microphone. One microwave. Into the microphone. <laughs> Into the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> so here it is on the microphone. <laughs> right. Chocolate covered. Yeah. And then for about one minute on defrost. Oh, right. And then eat it. Don't... No bowls. No nothing. Spoon. Oh, you just eat straight out the tub? Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, one of those... You know, those tubs. Uh, Not those great big tubs. Do they do peanut brittle ice cream? I'm, oh, I'm sure, sure they yeah, do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yes. If you go to a good supermarket, there's an aisle of ice cream. Yeah. In America. Oh. <gasps> You can't see the end of the aisle for all the ice no. cream. Those great big tubs. Mind you, most of them look as if they've eaten half of it. I quite like ice cream. At the moment, in, in my freezer, I've got feasts. I can't imagine you have it. Well, <laughs> do you like a feast? Freezer. I do, yeah. yeah. With all the nuts on the it's outside. It's got nuts on the outside, but I've just bought the mint ones, because you get nine in Iceland for three <laughs> quid. And well, I thought it was a bargain. I bought um, <laughs> the mini um, Magnums. Oh, they're nice. And you get four for a pound. That's just a choc ice on a stick, though, isn't it, a magnum? It's lovely. Yeah, it was a choc ice. But you get different flavours, you get white chocolate. In Iceland, they actually do a Neapolitan choc ice. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that cool? That's lovely. Because I like a Neapolitan. I, I do want to do, because I do ice cream every Saturday night at the club at the end of the night. Yeah? I make these, like, ice cream make. sundays. <laughs> I do. I yeah. take the ice cream in, uh -huh. chop up all the fruit, 
and prepare them all like a mad person <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. The very idea of being in heaven and chopping up the fruit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, it just conjures up all sorts of things, doesn't it, in your mind? <laughs> Kylie would approve. Texas Chainsaw Massacre all over again. <laughs> I, have to, I have to hide the knife from the security when I, I bet. go in the store. I bet. They go, what's this for? See, in, we used to get excited years ago when we used to go out to a wimpy bar at having um, a banana split where they'd just get a banana and then they'd do ice cream in the middle and then swirly cream and then some fruit and then some chopped nuts. Yeah, banana split. Get, and then some chocolate sauce. We used to get really excited over that. Well, that's the sort of thing I make. And oh, do you? love it. Oh, I'm not surprised. Some, you know, go around with a tray of that and say, would you like some But ice you cream could here? also oh. do, if you actually went around with a tray of samosas, people would like that as well. Oh, yes. So you can go to Morrison's for three pounds, you can get like 50 pieces. So it's quite your budget for what you can spend. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't really claim it back, actually. I, oh, right. But I do go and buy... Now, the ice, I did ice lollies last week. It was very hot, wasn't yes. it, last weekend? And so I did ice lollies. So I went to two or three supermarkets yeah. on Friday afternoon. And bought loads of ice lollies. And bought lollies. loads. And, you know, for 20 quid, you can get 200 ice lollies. Can you? Well, go to Iceland, because they're much cheaper. Yeah, but they're rude. No, they're not. They're not rude ice lollies. They're just normal. They're cherry and... The girl, they do a big box the of... The girl on the reception was very rude to me last time. Really? I, and I can't go back. Well, I, ha- I had one as well who was rude. They have a reception where he lives in Camden. It's very posh there. Hi, welcome it. to Iceland. Good morning. Hi, Good morning. Can we help you? The pound aisle is over here. The other pound aisle is over there. And the other pound aisle is the other side. Thank you for shopping in Iceland. Uh, Eric Katona. We, we do take your American Express. Black cards <laughs> for your ice lollies. But they do do a whole box. I think about 20 ice lollies mm. for a pound. But I got feasts and fab. Oh, fab. Fab's a lovely. It's got hundreds of thousands on On the it. top, yeah. Mm. But there's also, I'll tell you the nice ones as well. Del Monte. They do an ice lolly. Do they? Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely... Oh. I have three. You didn't, did you? Well, because they're only like poles. They're like long. They're about oh, six I inches know what it long. Is, yes. like pole. And they're three. Is it different... fruit lolly then, yeah. or is it an ice cream? Absolutely, fruit. Oh, they do right. a fruit, and then they do one which has got ice cream oh, in the middle. Oh, oh it's lovely. Oh. Frankie Boyle says today in his columns, he's generally quite quite rude here. Uh, Robbie Williams and Gary Barlow are recording a song called Shame. Mark Howard and Jason aren't singing on it. They're living it. <laughs> and he also says, Kerry Katona is at the centre of a bidding war between fashion labels willing to pay large sums of money for her not to wear their clothes. Nobody wants to see Kerry Katona in their clothes. Same as poor, poor Jordan. She's so down market and naff. They don't, you don't want her. Well, didn't they do it to uh, Mrs Beckham as well? Didn't they, one of those stores in America went, oh, yeah. no, we haven't got them in your size. No, we don't want no, we you don't, to model it. Well, I think, it. I mean, if, if, if you were marketing a product and you were thinking, I'm pitching this at an upmarket thing, you don't want anything to do with Jordan or Kerry Katona because they're very down market, so they wouldn't be the right image no, for your you, product. But I'm sure uh, Mrs Beckham's quite high-end, isn't she? Well, she's not. She's still seen as a bit naff. I don't <laughs> care what people say about, you know, the VB line and the, the things and all the rest of it. I think a lot of people still see her as that naff girl who was in the Spice Girls. Well, she's tried to get away from that. Image. Yeah, no, well, she's never going to get away from and it. She, she's does, she has done there. quite well. She, her designs and her clothes are... are, are you know, people like them very much. Yeah, but do you really think she designs clothes? I mean, I find it difficult to believe that a girl who's got no training at all in doing anything like that all of a sudden is designing clothes. It must be easy. I want to have a go. Of course you can. I'm going to design a scarf for her next door. I'm going to design a different sort of scarf. What, pink polka dot scarf? Yeah, it's going to be pink polka with my with my face on it, and it's going to be called, and it's going to be Brand Steve. Oh, it would be BS in the corner, on the on the phone. Yes, Brand Steve. <clears throat> Quite a good, yeah. Don't you think that she sits there with an easel in a studio and says, "Oh, Dave, pass me the uh, the HB pencils, please." Yeah, and he sharpens okay, what the do pencils. What do you reckon? Epaulets on this one or not? <laughs> no, I don't think. In the same way that Jordan doesn't design anything or write anything or write anything, no, or in fact colour anything in, <clears throat> which is a bit of a shame. We talked about foxes earlier on. 
And Robin Redding says, the problem with foxes is how do you cook them? White wine, red wine sauce. <laughs> Actually, there are people who eat roadkill and they would probably eat fox. Oh, I'm sure they eat fox in some countries. Yeah. They had a woman on the television the other day and she went to France. It was one of these, are you going to come and buy a place in, the, in France or in foreign countries? Mm. And, um, and they took him into a restaurant. Foreign countries. Foreign places, <laughs> you know, with that ghastly foreign food. And they said, would you like to eat frog's legs? And they ate it. It said, it tastes like chicken. It does, yeah. It's it tastes like, yeah. And then went snails. Tastes like chicken. Escargot. Not to the snail, it doesn't. Escargot. Steve, I do beg your pardon. We've not met before. What's going Steve on there? Escargot. Steve Escargot. Steve <laughs> Escargot. I love Escargot. Oh, do you? Oh, it's lovely. I had one once. I sat there. I had to do a live radio programme for a restaurant, and they served me with snails, and I looked at these things, and I thought, you're having a laugh, aren't they you? They taste delicious. Oh, it was Absolutely. horrible. Yeah, they only taste delicious because they're covered in garlic. No, no, not always. Sometimes you just get an ordinary little... Oh, little what? On. They're still moving? No. You can have them in or out the shelves. Oh, you know, you don't. The it's their fork. house. It's where they live. Well, yes, you remove them from their house. Oh, So you grip them with dear. one pair of tools, and then you get this kind of a, foot, a pronged fork. Oh, that just is just... Prongs, because it doesn't want to come out. It wants to live in its it house. And it comes out, and you put it straight in your mouth. That wonderful scene in Pretty oh, Woman, where she's having the dinner with, with the guy at the table... And she's in a very, very posh restaurant, and she had to go for lessons, didn't she, about, you know, where all the cutlery was. Don't you remember in Pretty no. Woman? Yes, you do. Pretty Woman's most famous I only remember woman. the bit where she goes into the shop, and uh, and, and he, he goes with her and says, we're going to be spending an extraordinary amount of money. We're looking for some serious sucking up yeah. here. Not to me, to no, her. to her, <laughs> yeah. With when she's having the dinner, and she's, she's given escargot, yeah. and, she, and the... the the, the snail thing, the house that he lives in, flies across the restaurant and the man catches it. Oh. It's a fabulous scene. The whole film's fabulous. I really, don't, I think, I'm sorry, snails are meant to live in houses, not to be eaten. What they, you don't say that when you're eat, eating your hanging baskets. I don't eat hanging baskets. But they do. Oh, so <laughs> I was going to bring in some strawberries. I can't bring in food, can I? You're nil by mouth. Yeah, you can eat the straw. Well, you're not eating it. I told you, you can have the fruitcake later. It's only after I've touched it lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you've only not you've not eaten since when? Six o'clock last night. Yeah, I haven't had any tablets either this morning. Oh, does that make a difference? Yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might make a change from you. With a, a smart, a couple of tube of Smarties. And the, oh, I could eat a tube yeah. of Smarties. I could kill it's for a tube of Smarties. It's only been twelve hours. Oh, yeah, but no, eleven no, hours and forty-five. No minutes, coffee. Actually. No tea. You don't need coffee to perk you up. Apparently that's rubbish You anyway. try weighing into a test tube at this time of the morning when you're half asleep. It's not easy, I'm telling you. I thought they took blood. They're doing blood later. Mm. An armful. Yeah, an armful. Not an army. Dreadful. An My friend Stephen goes back for his results of all that, like from last week. No, I don't mind the results, but I yeah, don't care X-ray, chest X-ray. Oh, I don't... Look, you could see my chest. <laughs> yes. 36D, I yeah. think. I love the story in the paper today. It's always nice when somebody gets caught out fiddling. And uh, Louise Tompkins is an NHS boss. Right. She fiddled 200,000 quid to fund her stud farm. Uh, she held top posts at uh, Hammersmith and Ealing, admitted fraud. They've sold the horses to pay this money back. Stupid woman. Uh, she's been jailed for two years and nine months. Good! It's Louise not very Tompkins. Long, is it? Okay, the usual excuse is oh, I was very stressed at work. But why do they steal oh, in the first place? Because place? they do, because they're thieves. Because that's it's a different, they want a different lifestyle. It's about greed. Oh, it's terrible. Need, need, need. Yes. Brian says, Peter Andre in Slough should remember what Sir John Betjeman said about the place. He wrote about, come bombs, rain on Slough. Slough. <laughs> yes. well, that's a long time ago. Couldn't agree more about your uh, fox's comments. Sad about uh, what's happened. It seems now we feel that to kill any old fox found in the area is the answer. It isn't. 
It isn't. Well, I mean, it, I think it's, they're homing in on it. I mean, this particular story is horrendous. I mean, I, I haven't seen pictures of those two two, two twins. No, I mean, it's... I don't want to, either. No. It's such a personal thing, mm. and for that to happen. But there are foxes everywhere. But I had bats this morning. Bats? I went outside to check on the washing that's been out there since Monday. Oh, dear God, washing in the garden, that's all we need. Very <laughs> well, it's common, kind of blowy. Kind it's of blowy. blowy so it is a bit. It's and a there's bats day. on your washing. No, no, they weren't on my dear washing. God in heaven. They were flirting with each other above, and I don't like bats. Bats? Little bats, yeah, you don't. Flirting. Oh, Pipistrel. Pipistrel. Is that what they were? It's the most common bat in this country, Pipistrel. They're also small. protected. Are they? I yes. Think, okay, I haven't got a gun or anything. Yeah, because if, if you go to London, well, you'd never catch one. But they'd never touch you. That's why people say, oh, no. bat got caught in my hair. They don't, because they have sonar. I've got sonar. It tells me it's quarter to six, and we have to do the news headlines. These are the stories. Nelson Mandela's great-granddaughter has been killed in a car crash on the way home from last night's World Cup concert. A health carer has been charged with attacking a six-year-old girl who was stabbed in the chest in Guildford early yesterday morning. And David Cameron spent the night in the British Army's main base in Afghanistan as his first visit to the country as Prime Minister continues. Check on the state of the roads for this morning. Let's get you there nice and quickly. J. Louise. Thank you very much, Steve. Fairly steady start at the moment. Easter Sunday is the best one, John. A meltdown of all the Easter eggs poured over ice cream and topped with a praline crunch. That sounds amazing. I'll put your mic on. Then. There you are. That sounds amazing. Yes. Praline crunch. I'm not sure about the praline oh, crunch Oh, praline's thing. lovely. It's crunchy, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a biscuit thing. Yes, praline. it is, actually. And do you remember Viennettas? Oh, well, I like that. We like Viennettas. Yeah, absolutely. You get mini Viennettas. Yeah. And in Italy, of course. Mini Viennettas? Yeah, you get small you ones. Mini Viennettas? Yeah, little ones in a little pot. They do really? a box of them, yeah. And they're small. Really? Big, yes. Oh. Mini, mini ones. Also, as well, in Italy, when you go to one of the ice cream places, they make wonderful ice cream. You go to one thing, they make kind of like a Viennetta up for you. Their cornet is very like a Viennetta. Yeah. You know, it's kind of quilted, isn't they it? They have, what they have is they have an ice cream <clears> machine. <throat> they have it in, in Vienna. As a, and uh, and it, it sends it out in ripples. So that's how they make it. When they're doing it in the tray, it comes out in ripples. Oh, what the, uh, yes, I see what yeah, you mean. So it's yeah. not actually that, that difficult. It looks a bit like a, a waffle, doesn't it? It does, a yeah. A waffle. Yeah. yeah. They were demonstrating on uh, that ghastly... Uh, shopping channel the other day, which has got all the uh, the large women on. There's some woman who seems to be on it 24 hours a day, and they were demonstrating a waffle machine, mm. and uh, and the other one was an ice cream <clears> machine. <throat> what, an ice cream maker? Yeah, yes. for but you have to freeze the bits in the freezer first, and then put them in, and then it does it. And uh, and they were tasting it. I mean, it's I don't know what their, their target audience is. I'm assuming women who don't go out shopping very often. But there are lots of just people... just sit at home. That I had friends, actually, who all rushed out and bought ice cream machine, ice cream making machines. Yeah. When they first come out, and some of them spent over two hundred pounds. Oh yeah, on them. because because what you want the only ice cream machine to get is one that's got the freezer unit. In yeah, there. built into it. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to have to freeze the bowls and put them in salt and all that kind of rubbish. No, no that's might just will go and buy a buy a. Tub Do you remember the the heart shaped ice cream on a <coughs> stick covered in chocolate with red bits running through it? Yeah, it's called heart. It's called heart. Thank Isn't you. It? It's yes. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, lovely chocolate on the outside. And then when you bit into the vanilla ice cream, there yeah. was a raspberry bit of ice cream sorbet in the middle. It's just. It's just a. It's Chocolate ice on a stick, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes, but it's a, it, they, they were special. I do remember them. They're lovely. Yeah, they were Hearts quite nice. Hearts for a treat. Mini Magnum says, D, I'm addicted to. And mm. the Del Monte orange juice lollies are lush. They're wonderful. Yes, you do have a healthy diet, don't you? What, an ice lolly? <laughs> we yeah. like ice lollies. Yeah, but they're full of sugar. Yeah, I know they are. So? Yeah, I know, you're right. So <laughs> That's white wine. That's everything. Gives a toss. Uh, what you do without Poundland and Iceland in Twickenham, you're becoming like Kerry Katona, says Johnny. It is true, actually. <laughs> well, I don't buy I don't buy own brand stuff. I only buy 
Named brands. Named brands, yeah. So I, I would buy Cadbury's or Heinz or something like that. I don't think our pounds... We've got a pound, a 99p store yeah. in Muswell Hill. You've got to check don't... Poundland, because some of their things that you think are Cadbury's, it's not. It's looky-likey stuff. That's not right, though, is it? Well, it's, I mean, it comes from overseas. I don't know. Some of it is... I mean, I told you the other week, they have KY jelly, but it's called KJY jelly. Oh, right. Like we used what have to you used that for? <laughs> I've got no idea. We used to call it Oil of Ulay. And it's now called Oil of Olay. That's right, Oil of Olay. Because it became the Olay Institute. Yes, because we were the only place where it was called Ulay. Yeah. Every other country, Spain, Portugal, America. What was another thing we used to have? It was Nestle's Milky Bar. Now it's Nestle. Oh, that, I don't know why that, where it that was came Nestle's. From. It was always blooming Nestle's. But I think it's because it's now Swiss, isn't and it? Uranus Nestle. as well. I mean, that for ages, we were talking about Uranus, and then all of a sudden it became Uranus. <laughs> For some oh, reason, people started to write the planet Uranus, and I thought, but it's been Uranus for a long time. Why are we Uranus. changing? I still call it Uranus. Do you? Yes. Do you say aluminium or aluminium? I say aluminium. I'm British. Gooseberry or gooseberry? Gooseberry. Yeah. That's right. You have to yeah. think, though, don't you? No, just gooseberry. And Jif. We used to call it Jif, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Sif. It's called Sif now. Sif now, yeah. Terrible name. Dreadful, isn't but it? But why do we adopt the, le- the, 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 the Spanish or the French or whatever way? Why don't they adopt our way? English is still the most widely spoken language outside of China. Yes, well, I, I, well, it is true until you watch the Jeremy Kyle show, and then you do need translations on there, because, frankly, most of these poor buggers can't, can't string a word together. That's what the, um, all the words that come up on the bottom, if you do 666 or 999, you get, you can the, get the words up there. <laughs> it does Just to make help. it more interesting for us. It, it, it adds to the interest. Uh, Jay says, you should come to a Chelsea game with me. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I'd be too worried about being picked up by one of the footballers. You know what they're like at Chelsea? They'll, they're <laughs> dreadful of things like that. Um, Alexander says, um, I've asked three times how many tickets you want for Epsom. Oh, yes. Yes. Will you reply to him today? Yes. Yeah, he'll, he'll do it later on today. I will. I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Tastes fine, snail, says Robert, but you can't stop chewing them. It's like eating are, the rubber. Well, oh. if they're cooked properly, oh, you just yep. chew and swallow. Oh, I was at the um, Ivy the other night, uh, and the person that I was with had a very... I thought it was outrageously overpriced, personally. What was it? Well, it was a lobster salad. Lobster oh, well. and avocado salad. Well, avocado's OK, but lobster too. I would think a lobster and avocado salad, £21? £25. There you go, you see, I'm not bad. Yeah, not bad. Very expensive. Yeah, I would think 25 I don't like lobster. I don't like it either. All, that's I think we chilly. should leave them where they are at the bottom of the yes, ocean. Yes, yes, leave them. Yeah, and just, we it, shouldn't it was, touch them. I had dressed crab. Yeah, oh, what was it wearing? <laughs> it was rather attractive. <laughs> little off-the-shoulder outfit, I know. A Victoria Beckham number like. in beige. Beige. It was very Not nice. Not beige. Actually. Anything but beige. It was very, very Nick nice. Nick Ferrari will be wearing beige this morning. He's with you at seven. Uh, on the first day of the World Cup, he'll be speaking to Phil Blacker in Cape Town, finding out what the atmosphere is like. Muggings everywhere, apparently. It's yes. dreadful. Uh, and asking if you think England can lift the trophy. I've done a quick survey. The answer is no. Oh, well, I think <laughs> we'll be back in three days. I think give them a chance. I've given them a chance. It didn't work very well last time. Listen, the trouble is what we have now. We have too many what I call celebrity footballers. If they concentrated a lot more on the game and less on those naff old wags that they drag around, that you know, it's it's just appalling. Get down to the act of playing football and stop messing about and going in and out of clubs and flashing your cars off because I'm getting sick of it. And if you lose, we're going to come around and smack your little bottoms. <laughs> let their tyres down. Yeah, let your tyres down. Stop their wages for yes. a week. Wouldn't even make a dent. Wouldn't make a dent, would it? They earn so much money. I'll tell you what, the, I never watched this programme, and I know you like it a lot. Which, and it was a come dine with me, and it was on last night, and it was a football special. Oh. 
And they had four footballers. Four of the ugliest footballers you could ever find. Couldn't we find anybody attractive <laughs> no, with a nice-looking house? They're all in Cape Town. Oh, ghastly. Or, or Johannesburg. That's the best they could manage. Yes, well, did you watch a little bit of it? I watched a little bit. It was ever so boring. And I Neil Razor Ruddock. Well, I mean, how old is that geriatric, for God's sake? And he was up as a footballer. Never heard of any. Oh, Fashionu, I'd heard of. Yeah, well, but he was about the only one I wasn't going anywhere. But he'd flown in from somewhere. He didn't seem to live in England. No. He'd been flown... And they all had their Whose wives. Whose house was it? They, oh, they wives, were they? Yeah, I thought wives, they were rented for the occasion. <laughs> oh, dreadful people. <laughs> dreadful people. Never seen anything like they it. They were wags. Former wags. They weren't... For, they were old haggard people. <laughs> Don't be who'd so have, cruel. Who would have, have, have sat round a cauldron doing hubble-bubble, toil and But trouble. they did very ordinary food. It was, and I think a lot of it was bought in. What there wasn't they do? a lot of cooking going what did they on. They do? Well, it was a prawn cocktail. Oh, for goodness, you can buy that in M and S. Just get some lettuce, cut it up, put it in a glass, and of course, the trouble is they've got very simple taste footballers. Well, they've got loads of money, but then anyway, they always eat the Ivy I don't think or Neil Razor Ruddock's got much money. One of those places? No, they probably haven't now. If they... I owned Caprice, I wouldn't want Neil Razor Ruddock at the, at the Caprice. No, wouldn't you let him? I wouldn't let him at the Ivy either. We've got standards. You don't want footballers in there. Beckham, you'd, you'd have in, and a few yes. others. We had the... Who was in there the other night? The pe- look, quite a few people from The Bill. Really? Mm. Obviously lowered their standards at the Ivy. I mean, I'm really... Kind of, people from The Bill? <laughs> yes. Wait a minute, The Bill's finishing. Exactly. Oh, is that where they're going and they're to celebrate? Well, I don't they're having a leaving do. Or commiserate. I thought they'd be going black. to McDonald's for a happy meal to celebrate. They the, looked like uh, a group of gay mafia. Really? When they were leaving. Oh, did they? Oh. Yes, they did, actually. I couldn't possibly comment <laughs> on that at all. Uh, Richie says, I'm looking forward to your four-hour extravaganza on Saturday. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Hopefully the weather will be nice and I can sit in our new back garden patio. We've got a lovely table and chairs now. Mornings, he says, can be stressful, but I am tuned in. Noreen's been very supportive with texts. Dawn is always a friend. Add in Tony and Roy, and I've got a great set of London friends I'd never have without your show. Are you taking calls? Sorry? Are you taking calls? You're not. Probably not. I think you should. They, they think I am, but I've already put my... I've, I've I think you should. They, I mean, the, the producer says here... <clears throat> yes. She says, if you have any queries or ideas before Saturday, <laughs> unlikely, love, <laughs> please do get in touch. <laughs> Although I think Holly's done a great job at setting up topics of contributors. Are you happy to take, in brackets, well-vetted callers during the show? It might be a good idea, <laughs> as it may help the four hours go more quickly. Please. Well, it's up to you. <laughs> You, you might, you should yeah. take. So I've written back. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> I'm Steve Allen. Exactly. I don't do calls. Take calls. You should Must do one mad. call an hour. So one person is extremely privileged. Just yeah. one. Only take one call. Yeah. Per hour. Okay. God, <laughs> the Pope, and... Dale. David Beckham and Dale, and that's it, okay? <laughs> if you're not Barbara. one of those people, you're not getting through. You could always ske- squeeze Barbara in at about three minutes to ten. We, c- <laughs> we could, actually. I had to keep that letter, it's very funny. And then I've seen the running order for Saturday. Is it busy? Oh, looks like the Biggin Hill flight path. It, I mean, it just goes on forever and a day. Do you know it's all got, these people? It's, well, I don't, but uh, it's got Saturday Night Live, that's what they call it. Yes, Saturday I Night listen Live. to it. Yeah. And we, we're going to be talking football. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I really don't know anything about what I, what I know about football. You can write on a grain of sand, I'm afraid. <laughs> I think so. We won't be dealing to, with that. And then to Phil Blacker. We've also got Britain's versus talent versus Glee. So you uh, don't like Glee. I hate Glee. Exactly. And then Dusty Springfield versus Dolly Parton. I mean, how much conversation can I get out of that? How I gay is this program? It's going to be <laughs> Faulty Towers versus The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, it's American oh, I versus see. England. Oh, oh right. right. Oh right. That's quite interesting. Yeah. And then, what alternatives are there to the World Cup on television? A bottle of vodka, I think. <laughs> Big Brother. 
Big, oh, Big Brother's awful. Have you seen it? No. Oh, dear, you've missed nothing. Uh, have they started then? Did they, yeah. they, was that it on Wednesday? Yeah, they're in. Because they normally do that on a Friday, don't they? Yeah, they're in now. Yeah, I haven't yeah. Said, so, but we haven't seen... There's no programme yet, is there? Well, it's too soon. They've got to do something. Yeah, the, the, it's on telly now. Is it? Yeah, I watched a little bit this morning. The usual thing, they sit around going, so... <laughs> so and then we hear birdsong. <laughs> you know, for 20 minutes, and I sit there and go out and do some wallpapering, come back in, and they're still sitting there, you know, painting their toenails, or smoke it, they all smoke. I don't think you're allowed there. to smoke in the house. They're, well, they're not smoking in the house, they're smoking outside by a, by a part of a roundabout. <laughs> right. You've got the usual bunch of people who want to be lesbian, and the usual bunch of people who are claiming to be bisexual. I mean, I think somebody should open a club up for these people, because there's quite clearly more than four of them. I'm a little bit worried. Most of them working, of course, at Radio 2. I was working for a tyre fitting company. Roast chicken with... <laughs> Actually, roast beef and Yorkshire pudding in a sandwich. Why do they never put that in a sandwich? People put chicken in a sandwich. Nobody ever does roast beef in a sandwich. And they do Christmas dinner in a sandwich. In, in the cafe next door to where I work. Ooh, how horrible. Not, not in June, Christmas in December. Dinner. Yeah, they I do. could eat Christmas dinner now. They do turkey with oh, stuffing. Nice. And sort of, they lay a, a layer of sprouts. Oh, fab. And uh, they put it into a, like a kind of a, a bat I, I had sprouts thing. yesterday. <laughs> not this morning, you haven't. No, not this morning. <laughs> I could eat sprouts now, actually. I've discovered my favourite thing is bacon and sprouts. Oh, well, that's popular. Crispy bacon and sprouts. No, just bacon. Just bacon. But just cut it up in, in, in the wok. Yeah. I think they can. You, you can buy that ready-made. Well, I make it. I'm, I'm a cook. I mean, I, I mean, you know, yeah. some people cheat. Um, Catherine says, um, you're in a brilliant mood this morning, even more mischievous than usual. Yes, it's driving everyone insane. Because I also think it's sad to think that supposedly the use of language, which is offensive, is now perfectly fine to use on daytime broadcasting. This is after they've allowed you to use the word leather and puff and everything else, because people don't find it offensive well, anymore. It isn't offensive. But there is this... I don't think any of those words are offensive. Do you, do you swear... It's very interesting. I was asking people uh, in my mind earlier on uh, whether or not they swear in their real life. You know, in real life, do you swear a lot? And the answer is, I do swear a real lot. Do you? I swear, oh, I, absolutely. I'm terrible. I don't think I do. Do you not? No, not really. Do you think you're a little bit polite? I am extremely polite. I, yeah. never, swear, I never swear anybody or tell anyone to off or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't... I find people that swear... Yes. It's slightly offensive. Yes. Bad I actu- language. Yes. <clears throat> Whereas I you, actually, you do yeah. swear. I swear. Oh, yes, an awful lot. But when I do it, it's funny. Yes, there are ways of doing it. There are ways it. of doing it, so it's funny. It's never offensive, it's just terribly funny. And I think people then go, good Lord, because apparently Linda Bellingham swears. Yeah, and people are quite that. shocked when they go, you swear. Yeah, but they do it in a light-hearted way. Yeah. It's not in, a, in an yeah. unpleasant, uh, offensive way, you know, yes. sort of like on attack. Whereas, mind you, I've seen you swear on attack. Really? A I cab find that difficult to believe. Oh, cab driver I've never heard yes. so much bad yes. language Sorry, in my life. An illegal mini cab driver. <laughs> oh, yes. He got the rough end of uh, your tongue. Of my tongue, I'm your afraid. Foul tongue. Uh, yep. Steve says to me, I laughed at your impersonations of Louis from Pineapple Studios. She's in Switzerland, bless her heart. She's in Basel. Who is? And Louis? Sorry? Louis? Am I facing the wrong way or something? I'm, I'm, You're no. mumbling. I'm mumbling. It's the lack of food. No. This is Davina, who sits in her office in Switzerland. Oh, OK. Podcasting. Fine. Yes. Wonderful. And um, she's, uh, she's my number one Swiss fan. We like that. Which is good. And uh, I've looked at the figures, because they've axed Pineapple Dance Studio. <clears throat> yes, I know they have. Do you know what their, their best figure was that they got? Their best audience? 900,000. No. 1.4 1. million? No. 6.6 6 million? No. No, that would be good. <laughs> 
542,000 was their best figure that they ever got for Pineapple Dance Studio. Yes, but it's on an obscure channel. It's not on a, a mainstream. It's on Sky. I know, but that's not a mainstream, yeah. is it? Well, apparently, Louis and now is going to be a big star. Apparently so, yes. yes. And they're going to give him his own show. Yes, about just... setting up a studio next door yeah, to the, the Pineapple. Because they couldn't get a deal with Pineapple. Yeah, what's the point? I don't know. The trouble is, I, I said yesterday, I think maybe it's run its course. He was good for the, for the series. Mm. Fine. Let's not over-egg the pudding. <clears throat> He used to dance at heaven, you know. Yes. Many, many years ago. Well, he looks as though he's very, very old. Yes, he used <laughs> to dance at heaven. She he loves Louis. At heaven. He was a go-go dancer. Yes. Not I don't me. think he's changed yet. Is he nice? No, he's really horrible. He's vile, actually. Swears. Oh, terrible. No, he isn't. He is nice. Oh, apparently. God, that's all we need. Oh. See? Yeah, but I don't care. I just think, you know, why can't we have proper people with proper talent? As opposed to another Mary prancing around the dance <laughs> you studio. like Simon Cowell. <laughs> Every time he's watched Britain's Got Talent. Do you know, I tell you, stick me on the panel of, panel of Prince God Talent. I'll sort it out for you. There'd be no programme. There'd be no programme. Off. You, out now. Don't even be stupid and waste my time. Actually, you would be really, really good. I, I wish they'd, they'd stop saying to them, what's the dream? What's you the know, dream? The dream that know. this is all over and I can go home and have a cup of tea. Yeah. Is what their real yes, dream the is. the dream is go home now. <laughs> uh, on the subject of ice creams, remember Cornish Mivies? Yes. And Zoom. Oh, I like Zoom. We like, like Zoom. It's like a rocket. And that was in three colours as well. Well, that was Fireball XL5. That was, you know, I fly around the universe. Yeah. Fireball XL5. Zoom. And that was what a Zoom looked like. I have seen the Jedwood pictures on the web. Are they? God, yes. Why? What are they doing? Um, Adverts, aren't they? They're doing, yeah, they're... they're I like them, you know just, I do. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Jedwood. Oh, I'll mean, put this way. I, I think the, the image <laughs> is quite good. I just don't think you should ask them to talk about anything. Well, only one talks, they're not, anyway. Yeah, only one, one talks. The other one slightly mumbles. i tell you who was very good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very, 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 very good. Good Lord, very good. Then. I was that impressed. Really? And to be perfectly honest, when I heard that she was appearing, I thought to myself, good God, it's going to be like some kind of Disney thing or whatever. Miley Cyrus. Who? Miley Cyrus. Who's Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus is Billy Ray Cyrus, his daughter, who is a Don't big take my heart, my icky breaky heart. Yes, thank you, Billy. <laughs> Billy Allen. That's it, that's the one, the <laughs> one with the, with the mullet hairstyle. Yeah, that's the father. It's not Good him I'm talking God. about. It's about the daughter. daughter. Who does she she's go 17. out with? Is she famous? She's extremely famous. Yeah. She's Hannah Montana. Oh. Disney, all of that. I'll tell you what. Big deal. She, well, you say that. And I, she was absolutely amazing. Really? Oh, she is sensational, this girl. I, it blew me away. As what? Singing. Oh, singing. She singing sings. performance. Yes, oh, right. she's got a new, new song out. Good Lord. Yeah, but so, so's uh, Jordan. She's got a single coming out. Has she? Yeah. What? I don't know. It's just a single. She's, she's released on her uh, Twitter <laughs> page. Not that I believe she can type, but she's released the fact <laughs> that she has a single out and it's going to storm the charts. It's not a whole new world sort of... The, the dubbed remix, No, is no, yes. <laughs> Street version. No, I don't know what she's going to be singing, because she can't sing for Toffee, as she proved in Eurovision, <laughs> when, surprisingly, she could have been one of our entries. Do you remember? She turned up, she was pregnant. It was just horrendous. Well, none of our other She looked like an odd Teletubby. Sorry? None of our other entries have done very well, so no. she might at least have a, 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 a chance. Yes. Well, we'd like to think so. Maybe her and Pete could be reunited and do our song next year for us. I wish they'd both disappear, to be honest. I wish she'd go back to Larnaca and stay there, and I wish she'd go and live over in Greece and stay there as I well. I thought she had. We haven't heard a word, word from her. No, well, she's, she, she, she's... Well, no. Do you remember Funny Face Ice Cream Lollies, says Jean? 
Yes. It used to have a funny face yes. on it. Funny you could face. lick around it, couldn't you, and pretend yeah. it was your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Weren't yeah. they vanilla? Lovely. They were like vanilla ice Vanilla, cream. yeah. With chocolate buttons almost pink. for the eyes. Pink. Half it was pink. It was a lovely. Yeah. i tell you what are oh, lovely. So, well, we had you have to tell us in a minute, because I'll take what? a short break. Giant chocolate buttons. Oh, giant chocolate buttons. They're, They're not. I like white chocolate buttons. They're good, <laughs> too, as well. News headlines, Sam Pittis. The 13-year-old great-granddaughter of Nelson Mandela has been killed... <laughs> trying to remember grandparents now. Don't ask me why we're all great-grandparents. great-grandparents. I don't remember my great-grandparents. I remember my grandparents on my mother's side mm. because all I just remember is, I mean, for some reason, when you're young, all your grandparents look terribly old and they remain old. But I remember on my father's side, his father used to have one of those... He had asthma. Mm. But in those days, they didn't have an inhaler. It was a thing that fitted over his face. A gas mask. Like, oh, no, it was, it was like a black thing. And he sat there and he squeezed the bulb at the end. Go, oh. shh, the shh. Air, yeah. And I remember this suit he had, and it, it just looked too big for him. Mm. Because people wore suits when they went away. And if you look at pictures of, you know, your grandparents' wedding, everybody had the same clothes because people either made them or yeah, it was a... your demob suit or something like that. My great-grandparents lived in Regent's Park, opposite Primrose Hill, in a very nice spot. They originally lived in Highgate when I was very, oh, very right. young. Oh, they were rich? No, they weren't rich oh, at all. Pretending to be rich. Not at all rich. My, my great-grandmother used to be in service in the turn of the century. Right. I mean, I, I tell you, I, that's their wedding ring. Right. And they died when they were 98 Good and God. 99. And she, he died sitting in the chair. They used to have Guinness every day. Yes, my grandmother used to have a Mackerson. A Mackerson, yes. Every, you know, had it because strength. it was it was it was good for strength. But they were they didn't turn her into an alcoholic, of course, and uh, that was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go to Auntie Enid because she's still she's don't even talk about her. Well, in fact, she just because she's pickled, she's lived this long. <laughs> but but my great grandparents, they didn't they died of old age. They didn't die of illnesses. Yes, yes. And he died sitting in the chair, and she died cleaning the kitchen floor. Really? I mean, they're well into their 90s. Well, that's a bit of an inconvenience, isn't it? I mean, honestly, halfway through the kitchen floor... <laughs> we had to I finish mean, it really? off. Because <laughs> there was a clean bit. It was like one of, the, one of those things. Look oh, at this product wow. I've cleaned here and it's dead. Do you wish that you could sort of bump into all these people again? Oh, they were lovely, yeah. my great-grandparents. And, but, They'd be horrified at the world that we've, uh, we've got now. They would absolutely be horrified because they came from a different... My mother was one of um, 13, I think. Well, certainly loads of them. And uh, my, uh, my, my father was one of quite a few as Yeah, well. my, my parents both come from big, big families. Yeah. And they only had me. Yeah. But they didn't. She, my, I'm my... quite glad they're not here, actually, to see, you know, the well, way that things have become, their houses and everything else. But accepting that my, when, when I used to go round and talk to my great-grandparents, my nan used to take me, yeah. uh, I loved hearing their stories about, you know, when they, were, when they were growing up young and he was in the First World War and that's how they met after the First World War. And uh, there's all sorts of other stories about... Um, pregnancies and things before marriage. Oh, forbidden. It was one of those sort forbidden. of things. And yeah. uh, it was it's very interesting. And so you, what you say is that what would they think of today? But it, it's, it's gradual, isn't it? Because they saw time when there were no cars on the street. And yeah. They grew up and then they... And they grew up through through the Blitz, of course. Yeah, the, the two wars. Yes. They, they yeah. grew up. And then saw all the other the changes, television and, and stuff like that. Amazing to see. Television. We've got television, have we now? When mm. did that come in? Oh, it's just started this morning. Look, that's <laughs> How marvellous. <it>, yeah. <laughs> How marvellous. Uh, Nike is now... Nike. We've got two E's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, got loads or of E's. Or a Y on the end. Yeah. Dave says, sorry for being a bit of a waz, but how do the TV stations know how many people are watching? They ask. <laughs> <laughs> they phone you up at home. They have people... I've never been asked anything like that, ever. They're all certain sets, I got surveyed they? about 20 years ago for my own programme. And the they survey were doing, says... They were doing the, the Rajar survey. And oh, when yeah. they used to go out on the streets and go, which station do you listen to? LBC. And do you listen to it a lot? Quite a lot. How long for? Who do you listen On to? On what days? I listen to Steve Allen. He's very good. 
I got the most amazing set of figures that year. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to, I surveyed myself. You could fiddle it. That's yeah. what you do, isn't it? Just Absolutely. Just to into one program. Uh, Andrew's getting married at Elton Palace on Saturday. I want to go there so badly. He said, so keep your fingers crossed for us that the sun will shine. Oh, it's going to shine. Saturday's going to be nice. Is it? Yes. I'll finally be able to get my washing in I'm off just, the line. I'm just... <laughs> You and your blooming washing. <laughs> I'm just going to check, actually, and, and do this properly for you, because I know that people sort of worry, especially if it's, uh, if it's a wedding coming up, and, uh, and you're probably thinking to yourself, you know, do we take an umbrella? I could tell you that it's just updating, and Saturday is uh, 22 degrees and sunny. Wonderful. So you're all right for Saturday. Yeah. However, Sunday it goes a bit overcast. Monday is rain. Don't care. Today's rain, I'm afraid. 18 degrees, though. What, Sunday? The moment it's 12. Sorry? Today? What? Is 18 degrees. When? They said 19 degrees <laughs> earlier on Well, they were wrong. <laughs> well, that's what it said on my phone. I could <clears> be wrong, actually. Your phone's definitely wrong. Now, I think we ought to just talk about Mr Obama, just briefly. He is the front page of every news thing. <laughs> You've gone all quiet on me. Sorry, I've gone political on you. It's not political. It's very important for being British. Are we talking about it's, the BP? Yes, we are talking about BP oil. And that's like, has anyone actually said to that man... Their shares have dropped. And I know, but nobody did that on purpose. Could be the end of the of BP, they Nobody saying. did it on purpose. Don't and point your finger at well, me. Well, I'm pointing no, at I'm not part of them. BP. <laughs> I do think Boris is a bit daft, saying British people should not go to America on the holiday. That's taking it too far. Yes. But I do think that he, Obama should really sort of turn around and say, well, we've just got to resolve it. And why did he do it in the beginning? Why didn't he you send the American army it, down though, wouldn't you? You would think it's <clears> taken them this long to try and cap the oil. You would think that an oil company who's been in the business for as many years as they have would know how to cap oil. Yes, and it's an American company that was doing yeah. it. So why don't they know how to do it? I don't and know. why hasn't he done something? And why haven't developed chemicals or something that can <clears> preserve the wildlife and yet... Get rid of the oil slip. We can do everything else. But nobody's sitting around drinking tea going, oh, we still haven't done that thing. We must get round to stopping that oil flow. I should think they're working night and day on it, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they're just not working quick enough. Mm. So why are we all having this British bashing moment? Well, because what we do, isn't it? Well, we do it best. It. They do it. You know, well, very shortly there will be emails coming through saying, don't buy fuel at BP. You know, it's... It's, yeah, but most of BP's American, of I think, anyway. Is. Yes, it's a, and a, I bet they, all that oil was destined for them. Yeah. It's not just for us. It's yes. not a British thing. That's British oil. Perhaps if we, we, were, <clears throat> we, we got some of these, these ships out, we can go and hoover it up and we can come and sell it cheaper to us. It is terrible what's happened to the wildlife. But it's not the first thing. They have them in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, but the wildlife, they get attacked by everybody. It's either great whites coming up from underneath you know, to eat you or stuff like that, or people catching you in nets or whatever it happens to be, or the Japanese hacking your fins off and throwing you back in or there. Or killing all the whales. Yes. yes. Oh, it's thing? dreadful, really, the things that we do. And, and this is, that's why I say I'm so glad that my grandparents aren't around to see the state the world is in. They'd be horrified at, as to what state it was in, but also amazed at how, how much technical stuff there was now. Oh, They'd yes. be absolutely... The technology, the My mother never really got used to having a cordless telephone. Neither have I. I think it's marvellous. <laughs> it's a marvellous invention, isn't but, it? But with, with regards to the, the oil thing, we weren't all so dependent on oil. We wouldn't be digging up under the sea, would we? Yeah. So we can't complain about it. These things happen. Yeah, I just, I just think there are, you know... <laughs> But don't you think, though, that with the way technology's moved so quickly, that every time, like, for example, the new iPhone is coming out, have you seen the video for it? Yes. Yeah. It is stunning, isn't oh, it's it? Clever. I mean, it's clever. It's clever. Yes. But you, it's very Star Trek. Do you remember, you, I mean, I know you don't do Star Trek, but in Star Trek, all those years ago, uh, Captain Kirk, the first Star Trek, he used to have a little pad in his hands and he used to go tap, 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 tap and speak to Spot. And, you know, straight on Speak it. Speak to Spot. Spot. Who was Spot? Spot. Was Spot the Spot cat? Spot was the dog. Yes, Spot the dog. Wait a minute, I'll just Spot. say, do, tap, 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 tap. 
Hello, is that Spot the dog? In fact, one of them <laughs> did have a pet dog, didn't they, in Star Trek? No, I did. Yes, they did. I no think it was Janeway, and it had pups in mid-space. <laughs> but the, really? the fact that we're really doing that now, aren't we? Everywhere you look, people are tapping things and sending messages. Well, I'm and, looking around here and nobody's tapping. And now I'll be able to call you and see you. Yes, that's what you think. It's scary. I'm going to make sure I'm in the bath every time the phone, <laughs> phone rings. Or in the shower. In the shower. the shower cap. Hold on a sec. <laughs> <laughs> and then just move the camera casually around. <laughs> That'll stop people calling me. Uh, can you mention, mention my wife, Maura? It's her birthday. 60 tomorrow, says Bruce. Happy he's, birthday, Maura. He's actually booked a cruise to Norway. Oh, lovely. What, oh, that'll be nice. Yeah, she's going by herself. Hello, dear. You're off to Norway. <laughs> You're off to Norway by yourself. <laughs> She'll be doing Fred Olsen, won't she? <laughs> Oh no! It could be anywhere at this oh, time is it? of the year. Oh, right. Yes, the Baltic. This is the Baltic cruise. Is up the up the, um, the oh, fields right. of Norway. He it says is... uh, I booked a cruise to Norway and plan to be having a quiet, intimate dinner Saturday night whilst the other passengers are watching England play America. So I shall podcast the show. It's quite oh, interesting. It's quite nice, that isn't it? England and is playing America this weekend. But that's a, that's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. That there's this big battle across the Atlantic going on. Is there? Well, battle of words, <laughs> battle of oil. I mean, the trouble is, there's more people go to the theatre than watch football. I don't know about that. That's true. Absolutely it's, more people. Was at any one the, time? Yeah, go to the theatre and watch football. Yes, but there's not more people go to see Wicked. Wicked. Wicked, <laughs> Wicked. There's, no, there's not more people going to see one particular show, like No, obviously Wicked. not one particular show, but if you take theatre, the same as you've taken football, but I should imagine in the course of a week, there's more people go to see Wicked than go watch Chelsea play. Actually, maybe no. not. No, all right, I take that one back. Don't be silly. Okay, I'm taking that one back. I made a mistake. <laughs> you are wrong. I made a mistake. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of people go to see Chelsea play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. How about Kelly's Cornish Dairy Ice Cream with grated orange effervescent vitamin C tablets on top? I don't think I'm mad on Kelly's. Have you had it? Isn't it? I have, yeah. I think that's farm. They're advertising it on the top. It's a farm ice it's cream. It's farm ice cream, yeah. yes. I do like Cornish. Oh, was it oh, like... Love... Can you still get lines made? Oh, I don't know. Yes, I think so. Yes, you can, yeah. There's a picture of two children mate. holding hands. Yes. Who might or might not be related. I don't know. <laughs> Jack They're just and Jill. Holding ha- Jack is it Jack and Jill, and Jill? I think it's supposed to be. Went up the it? hill to fetch a pail of water. Jill came down with half a crown, but not for fetching water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve Allen. <laughs> it's an old one, as they say. Sad thing about foxes, says Ben, in Clam, is that they only live about two years in the wild. Yeah, but what are two years? They eat the best food. You've seen the houses and the rubbish around Clam. Yes. They're eating the bed, they're eating steak, chips, everything, they're like boozing, you've got foxes lying in driveways with a bottle of red wine shoved in their mouth, woo, <laughs> having a crazy glass. time. But you never used to see foxes, did you? It was a rarity. You saw them in the country or when you were driving on an A road in your Austin Healy, you saw foxes. Now... How old are you? <laughs> you saw them driving on an A road in your Austin Healy? <coughs> Stop making me laugh. You're quite mad, aren't you? I'm not brush. mad. Small wonder people write in to me say, is he all right? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. You didn't take part in the run yesterday, did you? They what had run? A, the Crisis Square Mile oh, run. I was at work. Yeah, but you could have done it. Didn't have time. You could have done it. They, they were giving out red Very tea. busy done it after, after work. After work. Yeah. I didn't go home till eight o'clock. I had oh. to go to bed to get up and do this programme. That's true, actually. But in fact, they actually did it. And there are photos on the LBC website, which Adrian, who is getting married... <laughs> You wait. Uh, there's an LBC wedding. Sorry? Is there an LBC wedding? It's an LBC wedding, yes. It's it's end in tears. They all do. (laughs) Everything ends in tears nowadays. I don't know what what day he's getting married. Oh, it's tomorrow, is it? Oh, Oh, and he's got good weather, too. Lovely. Great. Not at Elton Palace, though. No, no, no. He's in in Richmond. He's doing it in Richmond. Andrew's doing Elton Palace. Mm. Unfortunately for Andrew, he's sort of he's he's actually forgotten who he's marrying, so he doesn't tell us what the bride's name is. Yes, it's probably Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrew! No, Andrew is getting married at Elton Palace. 
Andrew's getting married at Elton Palace. Really is. But he hasn't told us who he's, he's getting married to, which is a shame. So it's, it'll be somebody lovely. But the weather for tomorrow, you'll be delighted to know if you're getting married or if you're celebrating a birthday or an anniversary, is going to be good. LBC 97.3 Miriam thinks BP's a British company. It ain't. It's a multinational. It's, it's a, a multinational. It's a global company. Yes. I know that we're, we're... It's nothing to do with us. We don't own anything. <laughs> we're, we're global. Well, we do own things. We do own that. things. A lot of things. Not mainly BP. radio stations. <laughs> and it's, it's not been called British Petroleum for ages, I'm afraid. Ten years. It's, it's like LBC. It doesn't stand for anything. It used to stand for something, but it doesn't stand for something. But, um, well, London's it's, biggest conversation. But it's London's biggest conversation. Conversazione. Con- conversazione. <laughs> anyway, let's have some conversazione now with, uh, with little Sam. <laughs> Less of a little, thanks. Hello, little Sam. Here you are, anyway. Alex has said, Sam has now clocked up seven in a row. And I only have four. Fortunately, you have losers, because yesterday your Oscar Royal mm. pulled up. Of course it did. Yeah, of course it did. I mean, it's, it's almost, it's kiss of death in these stables. Oh, yes. So you lost two pounds. Mm. £57.55. Loss. Loss. <laughs> Loss, he worse. says. I know. He asks, just in case there's <laughs> any doubt. <laughs> 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 you sure it's a loss? Yes, yeah, so sure yes, absolutely. But Fine. strange enough, uh, Alex had Matrice, yeah. which won. Actually. It won at uh, four to six. Profit £1.33. Total profit now, £28.38. Mm. That's quite a good... Um, I'll give him his due, to be fair. He's That's good. quite a good little run of he's, 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 he's not bad, you know. He's not that. bad. I'll let him have that, yeah. Yep. Well, you don't have much choice. Well, no, to be fair, he, was, he didn't do much better than me, although he claims... I checked the sell-by date, your Mars bar's out by next Tuesday. Well, I so. think, think they'll probably be going in the bin then, won't they? <laughs> do you know, I will throw them away, actually, if you lose next week. But you not re- if he has a winner today, he won't then he can get all the <laughs> yeah. Mars bars. Oh, yeah, listen, if he has a winner, <laughs> we'll be going whoopee-doo. You can give him all the we'll Mars take him on a day trip to a dancing farm. Dancing in the streets. Mm. If yeah, there will be dancing in the streets and bunting will be up and a brass band will come <laughs> around the corner. And he'll be singing, who will buy this wonderful morning? <laughs> wonderful Mars bar. Yes, wonderful Mars bar. Yeah. So today we're off to Chepstow. Of course. The 6.25, Cafe Electric, win only. OK, well, uh, there's Chepstow, York, Aintree, Goodwood, Sandown and Market Raisin. Uh, LBC's tip of the day, and Tom Renee has called it now the pittest punt, he's called it. Uh, oh, it was right. the newsroom nag, he's changed it to the pittest punt. I don't know what mm. you, uh, you feel Did it actually that. get put on the website yesterday? We put it up there. Does he know about putting it on the website? I think it did. I'll can check. we explain to him today? I will check that. I Thank will check. you. Um, I don't think it got put up there the day I was doing it. I can, uh, I can tell you that. Right. Um, but the, anyway, the, the pittest punt or the tip of the day is the 7.40 handicap chase from Aintree, and it's smack that. Smack oh. that. Smack that. We like that. Yep, we like that. Yeah. Smack that. Smack that oil leak. Yeah, seven, yes. seven to one uh, in a small field. As oh, well. so very it good. Could be, uh, could be fourteen pound in your pocket. It could be uh, an important minus one. two. So it could be twelve pound in. Could be the turnaround I'm looking for. Could be, won't be. Could, uh, could be. That's really good. I'm really confident. I'm not. Um, it's really good. <laughs> I'll yeah. smack you. Have <laughs> smack that. I'm I, just yeah. pleased it's Saturday tomorrow, and I've got to pick any more. Yes, I thought you might. Be, yes, well, don't worry. I'm going to phone you at home <laughs> <laughs> at this time. Great. <laughs> Have a nice weekend. Thank you. Look forward to it. Take care. You mean you're not doing horses tomorrow on the Christo show? No, I don't, no I don't think we're doing horses. There's no. no room, but you could. You could have a nag or two. Really? In the show. Oh. Marcus reckons they do roast beef in Yorkshire pudding hot sandwiches at Mark's in Kingston. Oh, I don't know. Hot that sandwiches? Sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Oh, the best know. ice lollies I've had are the bottle green elderflower push pops. Well, they're nice. I like elderflower. Oh, you've heard of that? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. I've never heard of it before. Fact, Giles, his mum used to make elderflower, didn't she? Oh, she, she did, yes. Mrs. Delicious. Giles. Oh, yes. 
Paul says Marks and Spencer's do a roast beef and salad, brown bread sandwich. Ugh, not brown bread, I can't bear it. Oh, oh that's for sandal-wearing really people who wear caftans and yes, scarves. Yeah. <coughs> I um, eat brown bread. Sorry? I eat brown there's bread. No, there's no uh, advantage to eating brown bread. But, I li- but maybe I like No, it. there isn't. I- I eat it because I like it. Michael Van Stratton told me there is no advantage to eating brown bread. If you eat a good quality... Michael Van Stratton is only the best-known nutritionist in the entire wide world. And global. Yes, global <laughs> as well. Tesco do a finest beef sandwich. My local bakery in Harlow do a, a delish one, says Jane. Uh, do you remember oyster ice cream wafer? I had one of those the other day, actually. Oh, yes, they were like an oyster. They, they yes, and I held it and had things. to lick all the way around it. It's very unattractive. Do you remember but... Jubblies? Sorry? Jubbly. Yes. You can still get them, apparently. Yes, you can still buy them. You buy them in Iceland. Almost, I'm going to get some. But they're, they're not frozen. <coughs> you just stick them in, then you cut the corner off and suck the corner. Oh, so they're a drink? No, it's for freezing. They don't, they don't sell them frozen. They're selling them unfrozen. Okay, you have to do it yourself, you fr- then. Oh, well, it's hardship, isn't it? You've got to freeze your own ice lolly. <laughs> Susanna <laughs> says, if John's going to tell one of his stories again, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> you should still be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you shouldn't be. Bed. But they used to, they're a bit of marshmallow and coconut in the corner. In what? In the oyster? Uh, yes, that's right. I don't like I don't Oh, I like that. Oh, do you not? No. Oh, I love marshmallow. Did you ever oh. buy, the, buy the packet of oh. pink and... Oh, just me again. The pink and white ones. <laughs> I don't like them. Do you? Did no. you ever toast them? I, yes. In Texas I did, actually, oh. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. On a ranch holiday that I was on. We did it over the thing. I didn't you eat what? it. <laughs> on a ranch holiday. holiday. Excuse me. Just, <clears throat> just, just hold fire, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> just for a second, just while we, just while we investigate this sort of... <laughs> The strange side of John's life. You were on a ranch holiday. Oh, on a three-day ranch holiday. Where? In Texas. From El Paso. In El Paso? No, from El Paso. From we El Paso. We left from El, El Paso. Yes. And there were about ten of us. And we on went ranch on, We holiday. had a wagon train. <laughs> and we were all on horses. My horse was called Strawberry. Strawberry, the horse. horse. How embarrassing is that? We, a very butch horse. Come we, on, Strawberry. <laughs> Come on. Here we gentle. go. We, we're going to canter across this field and we're going to have sausage and beans. I, well, we did eat <laughs> sausage and beans. What were you wearing, John? I was wearing did my jeans. Did you have a neckerchief and chaps? <laughs> no. Did you have a hat on? <laughs> because Amanda took them out of my luggage before <laughs> I went. I, didn't, I did have a hat and we did go out into the desert and we uh, slept out in the desert. Oh. We made camp and we were all given jobs. <laughs> That's a surprise. And mine was mucking out. Mucking out. You got the short. <laughs> Straw. Got the short straw. Some people did <laughs> oh, the cooking, and dear. we sat around a campfire, and we slept out in the open under the stars. Oh, how horrible! In um, you know, sort of, you, it's cold in the desert. In your pajamas? No, I didn't. What do you wear? Night dress and small a small dress ha- and a hat. A Willy Winkie hat. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an amazing, amazing. And we had a wagon train with all our stuff on it, and every night we'd camp up. And you become more bizarre by the week. It's don't just you? a you wonderful really holiday. You're as, you're as mad as a brush, I'm afraid. It's a wonderful holiday. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was. And I'm why is a brush rec- mad? Sorry, why is a brush? Because they just are. <laughs> because they because they sweep things up. Because they're just mad. Clever. I don't know why they're mad actually. But I have been on a ranch holiday, and I did sleep out under yeah. the stars. Yeah, all right. I'll make a big thing about it. Nobody cares. <laughs> yes, they do. You <laughs> no, they did. don't. I'd have, I'd have been happier seeing you at the uh, the Lazy K sort of cattle stampede. <laughs> Three hundred cows run over you. I'd been happier at that, that one. Calgary. Calgary. <laughs> Calgary. <laughs> Calgary. They do. They do steer roping, don't they? They do all that. Yeah, yeah. Cal- yeah. I, I can do that. Well, the yeah. stampede. Well, what I do, I generally ride in on my horse, mm. Butch opposed to strawberry, uh, they sort of rope the steer and wrestle it to the ground. They're quite, quite yeah. difficult, because the American saddles are completely different from the British yes, saddles. Yes, I know, I used to have a Mexican saddle, <laughs> and it... What? <laughs> Listen, I had a We're Mexican saddle, and it had, tacos. had proper, um, <laughs> um, in my stirrups, as opposed to the metal that went through, these look like shoes that you put your feet into. <laughs> oh, right. 
You sure it wasn't for Mexican dancing? It probably was. It was. No, I didn't do anything with those at all. But quite sore when I got off the horse. Quite sore. You do get sore, especially. But the American saddle was very comfortable. Well, I used to hang onto the pommel. The, the thing, yes, the thing the, at the yes. front. Well, that's... That in fact, was... sometimes that was the only way. Because when I was in Yorkshire, I used to go riding on a regular basis. Did you ride side saddle? Sorry? Did you ride side saddle? I wasn't saddle? in Gone with the Wind. Well, I was because, in Yorkshire. Because that's what they hook their leg around. Stupid man. Don't they? Queen Sorry? Victoria was rode side saddle. So did the Queen. How old do you think I am? I didn't <laughs> see Queen Victoria. I was in Yorkshire, <laughs> and I had a very big horse. It might have been 18 hands. <laughs> <laughs> no feet, just 18 hands. <laughs> and four strings. Four strings. <laughs> and that's how it works. Called we nob- love nob- Muffin, Muffin, Muffin the, the Mule. mule. And I, I was going through this town of Withensea, and this man came out, and I discovered afterwards he was a bit, he was a bit mad, a bit loony. A bit like and you. And he came outside, and my horse was quite big, and took a lot of effort to hold it in, and he went <laughs> like that by my horse, which took off <laughs> yes. with me on the back of it. I look like John Wayne going through the town. And I'm thinking, and my dad went, hang on, because he was behind us on a slightly small... I was on this huge thing. And it cantered through the town. I'm thinking, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And it ended up back at the stables. Well, it found its way back. found its way back. I was going to go back and say something rude to the man who clapped his hands, but I didn't. It wasn't on a piece of string, the holes, was it? So it just went piece of elastic. You <laughs> <laughs> went out so far, and then you just stood there, and it pinged back into the stable again. I do like horses, though. I, d- I do like them. I, th- I think they're, they're, they're very Be- strong. Very beautiful creatures. Sorry? Beautiful. Very beautiful, yeah. The French eat them. Yes, they do. Yes. I've had horse meat burger. Have you? Oh, mm. no, I couldn't eat things like that. Well, you just, I didn't know at <coughs> the time. I thought it was a hamburger, but it was in... When did you discover it was a horse? After I'd eaten it. When it sort of went... What did you think of that, they said? <laughs> I it was very nice, actually. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, I knew somebody was eating hedgehog. Oh. And I can't eat stuff like People that, People put actually. dog food out for hedgehogs. <coughs> what does F-A-B mean? Oh, no, there is a thing. No, we've had this discussion. Yeah. It doesn't actually mean doesn't anything, doesn't actually mean does anything it? at all. No. It doesn't and it was, mean anything. Wasn't it Lady Penelope? Her yeah. car was F-A-B-1. F-A-B, Scott. And it was her pink... Yes, my lady. R- Rolls-Royce. Yes, pink Parker. Parker. Yes, yes my lady. lady. Yeah, F-A-B. It stood for nothing, I'm afraid. Um... Uh, 84850, uk. sorry. Uh, on ice cream, um, Paul went to Rill, and a company there made lemon sherbet ice oh, cream. lovely. So that sounds quite nice. I like lemon sherbets. Yeah. They do it, they do in Waitrose, they do little... Um, <coughs> sherbet, um, not sherbet, lemon meringue pies, little ones, little bite size. Nice. For little people. They've got, uh, at the garden set, the Sunshine Garden Centre, which is around the corner from me, as you come to the tills, and of course you can't resist it. Mean, that's such a long story. I'll be quiet. We've only got as far as the tills, say. you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, thankfully the headphones <laughs> and is, head, this, headlines. <laughs> the headlines yeah. are coming up. Yeah. But they've got those pick and mix things, and they've got. Oh, they've got fatal. Sherbet. Absolutely fatal. Don't, you can't ever help buy it. Pick a, don't ever buy pick and mix at stations either, because the things that they've got are the heaviest sweets, and people pick up a bag and throw it in mm. there, and they go, £7.28. And you go, what? Can't put it all back. Water of cough can. <laughs> it's not worth it. Not worth it. Uh, good luck to my dad fasting for his bloods today. Says Paul in Manchester. Actually, a number of people have got their uh, their blood fasting going on today. So good luck to everybody who's doing it, including you, including me at ten to nine. I'd be so glad to get my tablets inside me and food. In fact, Bill in Lewisham's got here straight into the cafe afterwards for a full English and a large coffee. <laughs> it's not the way forward, is it? Got to be healthier, I'm afraid. Got to be healthier like us in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Another fifteen minutes. God, it seems ages, doesn't it, really? Oh, please. I might go home and cook chips after I've done the, uh, the blood fasting, <laughs> just to compensate. You couldn't do you oven got... chips. Oven chips are very bad for you, apparently, because they've, they've got fat in them, like yeah. oil in them. To, to I oven. do them in the halogen oven. 
Yeah. Really crispy. But are they chips? Yeah. Oven chips? Yeah. Oven chips, very yeah. bad for you. Well, I don't think they're bad for me. I think they're very good for me, thank you. Quarter to seven. <laughs> News headlines, Sam Pittis. The 13-year-old great-granddaughter of Nelson Mandela has been... Nick Ferrari this morning at seven. David Cameron has signalled his support for Barack Obama's hardline stance on BP. They haven't sorted out Bhopal yet, have they? No. Look at that one. No, that one other, ran all years ago. the other ago. things that they... They they do and then walk away and leave all the all the all the rubbish, the yes. toxic waste and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Well, it's Lord Digby Jones will be talking about Cameron saying he's <laughs> not doing the right thing, standing by Obama. Julia Hartley Brewer is looking at the papers. Uh, there's a lovely picture today in the paper of a, a young man getting a, a special medal from the Queen. Yes, it's he lovely. Had his legs blown off. Yes, and he said what a thrill it was to uh, to get that from the Queen. It's interesting, isn't it? That, that they've got somebody in the Big Brother house with. Yes, they have. One eye and... One arm, isn't it? One arm and no legs, or mm. one leg or something. One of my biggest fears, you know, to lose a limb. I have, I've had nightmares about it. Really? Yeah, so... No, you, you'd cope with it. Yeah, you're, I know you would. You'd have it. to. You'd cope you? with it, you wouldn't have any Whatever choice. Whatever happens to you. I'm angry with the BBC, I'm afraid, this morning. Who? There was a story in the paper a short while ago about a girl called Laura Hall. Mm. Laura Hall is a complete and utter waste of space. She's the first person to be given a booze asbo, banning her from every pub in the land. She's 20. Mm. She's, uh, she's quite clearly a bit stupid. She's got problems. So what's she doing? She's being filmed on holiday in the boozy resort of Ayanapa by the BBC. They're flying out there with her. She apparently has saved up her benefit for a two-week trip. I mean, it makes Lovely. you weep, this does. She's saved up her benefit. She's jobless, of course. You know, frankly, why we get the sooner the government clamp down on people like this, take the blooming benefit away, I'm afraid. She's having a two-week trip to uh, Cyprus. She flies tomorrow with a pal and a camera crew from BBC Three. Social workers from her hometown have accused the BBC of outrageous exploitation. Absolutely. And the it, BBC have said Laura's well-being is of ultimate concern to us. This is a responsible film as she tries to turn her life around. Don't be stupid. Another know. pile of rubbish from BBC Three. Is she paying, being paid to do this? No. You sure? No. Because she shouldn't no. be on benefits. They say if she's here. Being paid. Well, to be honest with you, why I is mean, she on benefits? Uh, your guess is good at, because she to work. Because she's unemployed. But well, why does she go and get a job? Because she's a drunk. Well, she's not allowed to drink, is she? Well, I, I, I take the money pubs. away. Frankly, we appear to be filming her uh, her drunkenness. Disgraceful. But they they say here. Uh, one person from the social world says, what on earth are they thinking of? She's an incredibly vulnerable person. She's going to die if she keeps drinking. And so they're going with her to Ayanapa. Yes. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? Surely heads should roll at the BBC over that one. For encouraging her. Yeah, I'm withholding my licence fee, I've decided. <laughs> Chris in Twickenham. John has got a delicious voice. Yeah, right. Steve of Morden uh, is <laughs> going to the Costa del Sol tomorrow. Nice, great weather down there. Yeah, good, good weather. Lovely weather. Really, really Anne good. says you make me laugh. Who are you? Well, both of us. Oh, well, us. Oh, we are quite funny, Yeah. And then Suzanne says, you're so great, I almost dropped coffee all over me. It's very funny and it's Friday. <laughs> it's funny Friday. It's, it's funny, funny Friday, Friday, isn't it? We like funny Friday. Do you know that the number of visitors to, to Britain dropped to a six-year low in April when it's been blamed on... Really? What? What do you think it's been blamed on? The weather. Volcanic ash. Really? But I don't believe that. All I right. believe it's a whole load of things. A, that people don't travel quite so much. Yeah. And the fact that British Airways, our, our carrier, is still on strike. Yes. But it's interesting that Mr, Mr. Walsh... Has women. turned down his... His bonus of yeah. £334,000, which yeah. is half his annual salary, yeah. and a million pounds worth of shares. Wow. Hang on a minute. Isn't this, isn't this the company that not three weeks ago put losses in of £500 million? 
How can, if you lose five hundred million pounds in a year, how can you give someone a three hundred and thirty-four thousand pound bonus? Yeah. And not only him. What about all the other managers yes, underneath? Yes, I agree. I agree. How does that happen? Where does that money come from? I don't understand. What's it made for? I don't know. Well, like, well, you're, you're, well, you're good at money. Yeah, well, so I, mean, I don't it. know. I think it's good that he's turned it down. Second time he's turned it down, so that's good. Well, it's just jolly well. I think, think they're so. ludicrous uh, going on strike. Absolutely ludicrous. Yes, but I think it needs to be resolved. Mm. Finish now. That's enough. Yeah. Get it. I mean, you know, we're again to the Olympics. The unions. I thought we had all this rubbish with the unions before. You know, where they were sort of bringing people out on strike, uh, whereas the union leaders are happily jetting off on their own little holidays, thank you very much indeed. And you think yeah. to yourself, well, all right for you, isn't it? Let's just take the old money. Well, they probably weren't flying British Airways, that's No, why. well, they weren't. Stuck on, but went on easy jet. Ian says, in Thunderbirds, FAB stood for fathers and brothers. No, it stood for nothing. No, they, Fe- it, it did stand for nothing. It stood for nothing. We know that. We have that from the horse's mouth. Yes. It stood for nothing at all. And fab is a word because people kept going. Oh, what what does it stand for? Went nothing. There used to be a magazine actually um, called Fab Two Hundred Eight. Yes. Wasn't that linked to a radio station? Linked to a radio station. Yeah. I love that. I must mention Highgate Cemetery. Yes. One hundred and fifty years old. Yes. But they've got all these things going on. If you go to their website, (laughs) highgate-cemetery.org. They've got Promenade Performance, which is this Sunday, and then they've got Short Season Evening Tours on Thursdays and Saturdays. Wonderful. So if you want to go and have a look around a cemetery... Why don't you go, John? Let's go right. have a look around a cemetery. It's right where I live. It is, isn't yes. it? Yes. Are you going to be buried there? No. No? I'm All going right. to be sprinkled. You're going to be sprinkled? Yeah, I'm going to oh, be buried. Oh, right. Oh, that's quite nice. I'm going to be, you know, sprinkled. I'm going to be sprinkled, something. too. Where? In your garden, I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it in my in my will. It's going to be in your garden. In my garden. Yes, I've got plenty of room. I'm going to go on top of ice cream. I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> like the like the horse burger Ash thing. Ash ice cream. Ash ice cream. Yes. It, it, didn't they? They made all the hammer the the early Hammer horror films in. Um, Oh, did they? Yeah. I bought the whole box set, and, you know, strangely enough, I've not watched them because they all seem to have the same storyline. It was a woman with extremely large breasts who would lean forward Mm. and then open her mouth to reveal she had some really bad dentistry going on, and then she would apparently want to bite the side of your neck and then would come away, and I just think this is not an attractive look. They were wonderful, those things. Were they? Oh, all right. The early black and white ones are fantastic. The early black and white ones. With Peter Cushing. (laughs) They were really, really good. I love a black and white film. Do you remember Armchair Theatre? Yes, I do, yes, um, Armchair Theatre, yes. Was it a Sunday yes. night that would be on? Yes, I've, I'm, I'm going to watch, what am I going to watch today? They, they've just brought out episode nine, series nine of Are You Being Served? Oh, lovely. Which is quite good, actually. It, it looks a little bit dated, but it's, it's, it's well worth watching. I'm definitely going to watch the John Cleese one again. Oh, right. You know I, I never liked that, don't you? Never liked what? Volsey Towers? I never liked Did it. Did you like it? No, I... I There's I, so many mistakes in it. Until you watch it back, you can see filming errors and bits whoa. where the microphone comes into view. You thought they'd have seen it, but In an they, interview they recently, he said that they literally wrote those scripts as they were performing them. Because sometimes, they, they never got any time. And they only made about 14 of them. 13. 13, yeah. yes. 13. But I, I never liked it. I don't know. Mad on John Cleese. I don't like that humour. But when I was away a couple oh. of weeks ago, somebody said, just watch this. You, it's good. Yeah. And I watched the one about the, ma- the rat. The, the rat. Yes. And oh, the, rat, right. the official was coming. That's very clever. He's very he's funny. Siberian hamster, Mr. Faulty. <laughs> Manuel, it's a rat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's out. Play yeah. with that. You'll never play the guitar again. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Basil. <laughs> Basil. Oh, he's Basil, is he? Uh, no, no, no. They're all trying to look for this rat. Actually, they're all funny. They're all funny. And well, I'm going to watch them all. Yeah, you must watch them. I must the... buy the set. Yes. And just have it because you should yeah. have things. Yeah. Like I, I love the two old ladies who sort of <laughs> come down the stairs very tip. <laughs> yes, you'll have to have your din din somewhere else tonight. <laughs> Sybil and I are going out. 
Poor old Sybil. And the man, there's the, there's the man, isn't it, with the grey hair, the colonel type The colonel, man. yes. He comes down with a gun, starts yes. firing a gun. Oh, or they don't like it, do they? I shoot the bloody thing. Like Prince Philip. You sound Sorry? like Prince Philip. I, lo- I like Prince Philip. I, I think he's... Too. I've got to go, actually. I've got to he finish. He just had an operation. Sorry? He just had an operation. Who has? Didn't he? Prince Philip. No. On what? A little one. A little one. On his hand. Well, he's 89. Yes, he's like, If you get marvellous. to 89, you've only just had a little operation. You can't complain. That's marvellous, isn't it? Listen, uh, good luck to everybody playing football tomorrow. Is there, is there a football match tomorrow? Apparently so. Really? Well, tonight. I think tonight. we're actually playing tomorrow, but there's one, there's one tonight as well. Is there? Yeah. It all kicks off, then. Does it? Well, I hope so. Otherwise, we're back in three days. But that's about it. So, listen, thank you very much indeed for your company today. Thank you, John. My pleasure. Always. I've got to rush home and... Uh... I'll be coming to you from far, af- far afield soon. Oh, really? Within the next three days. Oh, right. Mm. How, how much further afield? I'm not field? telling you where. Oh, right. It's a secret. But it's a place I've never been before. Oh, good. And I'll I share it with you. <laughs> 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 well, have a nice time. Thank you. I'm back with you tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, between six and ten, sitting in for Christo. Lest we forget. God help us all. <laughs> exactly. Not that I've mentioned it at all <laughs> no. in any way. Sh- well, I'm, try- I'm competing against football. Listen, what would you rather do, watch football or listen to me? Or rather watch don't paint Yes, dry. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't forget to podcast the programme and uh, have a nice day today. It's going to rain, so take your umbrella with you. I'm going to rush home now and because uh, I can't wait to eat. I really can't wait to eat and have my tablets. Have a lovely day. Uh, John is back with us next Friday. Uh, I'm here on Sunday as well, but don't forget tomorrow night. Nick's with you after seven. First of all, Sam Pittis with the business update. Thank you, Steve. The FTSE will open after closing up 46 points at 15.